You're listening to the Woman Power Zone podcast with host Ariel Hubbard, empath, energy worker, and massage therapist who shares secrets and stories of women's empowerment, learned from over 32 years of working in holistic healing arts and talking with thousands of women about their amazing life stories. If you are seeking ways to grow, pivot, heal, and up-level your life, you are in the right place. Here is your host, Ariel Hubbard. Welcome to Woman Power Zone. In today's episode, we're going to talk about dreams, so stay tuned. Welcome to Woman Power Zone, a safe space for learning, growing, healing, and empowerment. Today, I'm going to tell you a story about dreams, and it's going to be done in a kind of dreamlike way. So please bear with a different format because it's kind of useful to talk about dreams in this way. So one day I was walking down the road when I came across a man peering into a small pond with a curious expression on his face. He looked so interested in what was going on at the surface of the water that I stopped and looked in the same direction as he was. I didn't want to interrupt him, but as I looked, I didn't see anything in particular. No ducks wrinkled the water surface with ripples and no fish opened their round mouths looking for food. But the man kept staring at the water, wrapped in concentration. So I asked him, excuse me, sir, what are you looking at? My dreams, he said, still concentrating. But how do you see them? Well, they are actually inside of me. I just use the surface of the water to reflect them back to my conscious mind so that I can remember them. Which ones do you like best, I asked. He said, I never met a dream I didn't like smiling and glancing at me with deep, amusement-filled eyes. I talked with him more that day, and he taught me to look at the surface of the water and let my mind relax and remember my dreams. I remembered wanting to be a ballerina, dancing on stage and making people happy with the dance. I remember wanting to get straight A's, even though other students mocked that kind of performance where I grew up. I remembered wanting my mom to find another nice man to be with after my parents were divorced. And as I recalled the dreams, I was flooded with many kinds of feelings and wishes. And I realized that many things I'd wanted to happen lived in my dreams. I then recalled dreams from later in life, in my teenage years, in my 20s, going on dates with rock stars or dreaming about traveling back to my childhood home as an adult and resolving issues magically and effortlessly. I remember dreaming about traveling to far lands and exploring them. And then the dreams changed and became more family-oriented as I grew older. They became more about processing emotions and understanding myself at a deeper level. I was given a gift, which was to understand myself through my dreams. Hey, everybody. If you're loving this show and you want to make a difference... Please go to Apple Podcast Ratings and give the show a five-star rating. Thanks so much. It's appreciated. Carl Jung was a famous psychologist. Some call him one of the major proponents of modern psychology. And he talked about looking at every character in the dream as yourself. He also talked about looking at vehicles and dreams as representations of your life and the state of your life. And so what he taught was that if you look at 
different parts of people or items in your dreams as aspects of you or your life that you could use that information to address dealing with scary dreams. Now, nightmares are part of people's lives. And there are some articles in the chat about how people deal with nightmares. Sometimes nightmares can be caused by stress or stressful events or trauma. And sometimes they're just a way of processing other aspects of our consciousness. It's not always a big deal to have a nightmare. And there are ways you can work with them. So one of the things you can do is look at parts of your subconscious. Now, you can call that the shadow, which is not evil. It's just parts of you that are repressed. Feelings, ways of living life, opinions, things you'd like to do and experience that are repressed. And we all repress things. It's part of living in a society that has rules and has values. And we don't always agree with all those things, but we have to repress some parts of our personalities in order to live in society. So it's understandable that you might process some of those feelings through your dreams. It can happen. So sometimes when you have scary dreams, if you do something called sleep yoga or yoga nidra, you can set an intention before you go to bed that you will be able to remember your dreams and that you'll also remember that you are in a dream. And you could set up a word for yourself or an image, actually, which is even better, like a rainbow that appears. That lets you know that you're actually dreaming. Then if you see that during a dream, that symbol, it lets you know that you're actually dreaming. And then you can change the actual dream while you're in the dream. So you can change a seemingly negative outcome into a positive outcome. The thing is, it's all about symbolism. As you probably noticed, dream language doesn't work in a logical, rational way, but rather through association and symbolism. You could see negative people or situations as a way of, oh, what kind of communication are you giving me? What are you trying to tell me? What do you... You could see negative characters or situations as a form of communication. There's some really interesting books out there that you can look at that give you dream interpretation. Sometimes when you look up those interpretations, seemingly negative events are actually quite positive. It's kind of interesting, actually. See, the culture in North America tends to focus on the logical and rational, but not all cultures do this. And there are all kinds of cultures all over the world that work with dreams. And I had personal experience of this when I was in the Amazon and I was interacting with a culture called the Achuar. This is a, a nation in uh, Ecuador and they do what's called a Wayusa ceremony. So they get up at four o'clock in the morning. It's still dark. They take an herb to clear out their digestive system. And that's because in the Amazon, it's easy to eat things that are poisonous. So they take a an herb to help them clear themselves out. And then they talk about their dreams at that time. And they use their dreams to make determinations about their lives. So when they get an intuitive hit about something in a dream, they use that as guidance for what they're going to do that particular day. Other peoples do this as well. The Aborigines do this too. So my question is to you, how much dreams are part of your life? 
when we come back, I'm going to talk about some questions about these things and try to give you some insight about things you could do about your dreams. This podcast is sponsored by Hubbard Education Group, creating wellness through education. If you've wanted to learn about being an empath, healing, energy work, consciousness, or massage, we have online and in-person courses for you. Find us on Facebook at Hubbard Education Group. That's Hubbard Education Group. Or go to www.arielhubbard.com. That's www.arielhubbard.com. And if you're on Clubhouse, you can find Ariel Hubbard by looking up Ariel Hubbard, A-R-I-E-L-H-U-B-B-A-R-D. And we're back. So I was asking you before the break, how much are dreams a part of your life? Do you actually pay attention to your dreams? Do you look at what's going on in your dreams and use that as a way to bring focus into your life? Do you write them down? Do you record them in your voice memo on your phone? Do you remember them? Do you talk about your dreams with friends? And do you follow up on them? So if you do get symbolism or encouragement or guidance in dreams, do you follow up on that? And also, do you make efforts to live the type of life that you dream of having? Now, you could put that in the goals category where you have a dream. It might give you insights about what you would like to have or experience in your life and then do your most to experience that life. So you could put that in a different category. That could be the goals category. But sometimes your actual dreams give you insights into the kind of life you'd actually like to have, which is really interesting, actually. But if you look at your dreams like every character is a part of yourself, and you have the courage to look at the angry, the ugly, or the mean characters, you could ask them what they're saying about your life and how you feel about it. So a common pursuit dream is one where people are being chased by someone who's scary or threatening or who has a negative intent toward them. And that person's running away and then they hit a wall or they're stuck or they're trapped, right? And then they have to turn around and face whoever's chasing them. Now, if you practice that yoga nidra, which is you set that intention before you go to sleep, that you're going to remember your dreams and that there's going to be a symbol in the dream that's going to show you that you're dreaming. Let's say you are trapped with your back to the wall and then a rainbow appears. You realize you're dreaming. And what you could do in that dream is then you could realize you could a remote control shows up in your hand and you press pause and those people that were chasing you freeze and then you walk away from your position, stuck against the wall. You walk by these people. You ask them why they're chasing you and what the point of that is. And then you could either put a weapon in your hand to fight them, or you could walk away from them, or you could tickle them. You could make it funny. You could tickle them. You could wave your magic wand, and they change from being threatening to being friendly. There are all these different kinds of things you could do in the dream to change the way that outcome is, which is really helpful. So I want you to realize that 
the outside world reflects your internal landscape. And so when you change the way you relate to what's going on in your subconscious, you can also experience different results in your outer world. And that's important. On another note, do you need creative inspiration? Dreams are very good for that. Dreams are one of the ways that many of the inventions that we now have came into existence. That's because a lot of the information and ideas that we get about something that we're working on, a project we're working on, can be resolved when we are in the realm of the subconscious more easily than when the critical mind is active. So it's a lot easier to come up with ways to solve your problems. So another yoga nidra intention you could set before you actually go to bed is I have this challenge or problem that I'm dealing with and I'd love to have a dream to help me solve or understand this problem. And so then you can pay attention to what your dreams are, what's happening in your dreams. And especially if you get an idea or resolution for how you're going to deal with that, then you could follow up on that and see what happens. I've done that a lot of times. It's been extremely helpful. It's really a positive, beneficial tool that you can use. Is hey, I have this thing, I'm concerned, I'm upset, or I don't understand it, I don't know how to solve it. And then what can I do about it? And then ask that question, and then ask for a dream to give you the answer. The other thing is, if you could give your dreams titles, what would they be? This is a great way to pull yourself out of any negative feelings about a dream and step into observer mode, watching yourself and how you feel about your dreams. So you could do this in the dream, or you could do it after you wake up. What's the title of this dream? Remember that dreams are a way that your subconscious mind processes thoughts, feelings, and desires. Sometimes dreams are also ways that we just process what's happened during the day. So sometimes dreams are disjointed. They're a jumble of some experiences you've had in your waking life. And some parts of them could be fantasy or fictional or mysterious. Sometimes dreams can also be gateways to other levels of existence, though, where you can travel and interact with other beings. So it's important for you to know that there are aspects of dreams that can be divinatory, where you can see the future, or where you can talk to other beings on other levels of existence. So the Australian Aborigines call this other level of existence a dream time. And this is a place that exists outside the ordinary realm of existence. And I will tell you that I met them one time in the dream time. I traveled to their land. I did a ceremony with them. And when I entered their land, they recognized me. And I walked into their village like an old friend. And they greeted me. They invited me in. They fed me. And then we did a ceremony together. And at, at the end of the ceremony, I thanked them. And I returned home. And I was grateful for the experience. So dreams can help you process experiences. They can help you come up with creative ideas to solve problems. They can help you address parts of your subconscious that you might have been repressing. And they can also help you interact with other beings on other levels of existence. So 
definitely recommend that you listen to your dreams. And I want to thank one of our listeners who suggested this as an idea for a podcast. Because your dreams can't tell you more about who you are, what you want, where you have been, and where you are going. So, if it works for you, you can get a dream journal and you can write about your dreams when you wake up. It's really important to do that first thing because you'll start forgetting them pretty quickly. Another way to do this is get the voice memo app on your phone. Most phones have that downloaded automatically. Just press play or record and start talking about your dreams. Remember that dreams can also give you insights that you might need about your life. They can also help you address things that you've been avoiding, and they can help you understand your own personal truth more completely. So to end this story, one day I went back to that pond looking for the man that had taught me so much about my dreams. I looked everywhere for him, but he wasn't at the pond. So I looked at the surface of the water, and suddenly I was deep inside myself remembering my dreams. And then I realized the man who had taught me so much about myself wasn't outside of me, but instead guiding me from within. He laughed and he reminded me, keep remembering your dreams. And I responded with a smile saying, I never met a dream I didn't like. So if you'd like assistance with dream interpretation, I've been doing this for years. You can reach out. You can text me at 971-319-2618. That's 971-319-2618, or you can go to arielhubbard.com. That's A-R-I-E-L-H-U-B-B-A-R-D.com for a long-distance or in-person session. I want to thank you for joining me today. I want to remind you to move with your power and into your magnificence. Have a great day. Are you experiencing overwhelm, frustration, stress, or anxiety? Do you need help with insomnia? Well, contact Ariel Hubbard at Hubbard Health Solutions. Ariel offers 25 modalities to help you move forward. You can deal with the pandemic and still experience balance and calm. Contact Ariel at arielhubbard.com. That's arielhubbard.com.